Before we jump into today's episode, I want to invite you to a free online workshop that I'm hosting right now. And it's all about how to set up a virtual Bible study and start making disciples in as little as 24 hours, even if you have never done anything like that before. So if you're interested in attending this free workshop, all you have to do is click the link in the show notes or go to www.digitalmissionaryworkshop.com. That's www.digitalmissionaryworkshop.com. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. With the 2020 election fast approaching, many Christians are struggling with how to properly engage with politics. And by that, I mean, well, how engaged should you really be as a Christian? And also, as kind of like a side question, is it our duty as Christians that live in the countries that we live in, whether it's the United States or a different country where you have the ability to vote, is it your duty to vote or even to support certain candidates or political parties? So in this episode, I want to share three principles to help us approach politics in a godly way. Because I think at the end of the day, that's what all of us really want. It's not necessarily to have a cookie cutter answer of this is the politician that you support, or this is the political party that God likes, because God doesn't really see politics through that lens. And we'll talk about why here in a second. But what are the principles that we can apply no matter where we live in order to approach politics in a God-honoring way? So the first principle that I want to share with you is this idea of allegiance to King Jesus. Now, you may not have ever put those words together in that order, but you're very familiar with the concept more than likely, right? When you become a Christian, you die to yourself and your former way of life. And when you do that, everything is now brought into submission of God's will. That's what it means to be born again into the kingdom of God. And God has raised Jesus to the throne of that kingdom. And so when you live in a kingdom, what the king says goes. Whatever the king wants you to do, that's what you do. And so it's not a debate. We don't get to vote on what God's will is. We have to submit to King Jesus. When we pledge our allegiance to King Jesus... That is holistic. That is across the board. There is no area of our lives that is not impacted by that. And by pledging your allegiance to Jesus in this way, it makes embracing political parties problematic. The reason is that there will never be a political party in any government in any country in the world that is a reflection or a representation of the kingdom of God. It is not possible, okay? It is not possible. And so with the principle of 2 Corinthians 6, 14 in mind, where Paul encourages the church in Corinth not to unequally yoke themselves with unbelievers, we do not want to yoke ourselves. We do not want to attach ourselves to a political party knowing that even if a political party has some stances that happen to overlap with biblical principles, that does not mean that we owe them 
our allegiance. And in the world of politics, that's what they want. They want your allegiance. Principle number two is really understanding what does the Bible say about the responsibility Christians have as citizens? Because the Bible actually does talk about this. Because if you live in a democratic society, especially in the United States, the culture tells you it is the moral obligation for citizens to vote. You see PSA, public service announcement, you see commercials. Uh, Here in the United States, they've been running commercials with football players telling people to go out and register to vote and voting is so important and you must vote, you must vote. It is not an obligation if you're a Christian. And the reason actually goes back to the first principle, right? That we are aliens and strangers in this world. Our citizenship is in heaven and we are merely ambassadors here in the world that we're living in. And so the Bible is very specific that the things that we need to do as citizens of earthly kingdoms is pay taxes, live at peace, and pray for our leaders. Those are the three things that the Bible says we should do. That's, that is our biblical obligation as citizens of a country. But voting is not in there. Running for public office is not in there. And so not voting may make you a quote-unquote bad U.S. citizen or a bad citizen of the country you live in, but it has no bearing on your true citizenship, all right? And then principle number three is don't allow yourself to become consumed. Politics, especially recently in the last decade or so, has turned into a full-fledged religion full of devotees convinced that unless their candidate wins, that the country will implode. And when their candidate wins and we get rid of all the other bad politicians on the other side of the aisle that will live in utopia and everything will be wonderful. Number one, that's just simply not the case. That's just just simply not true. But it is so easy to get sucked into that, sucked into that mindset, sucked into that conversation. And here's the other thing. Well-meaning Christians, full of the Holy Spirit, will come to different conclusions about which candidate to vote for and why. And that is totally fine. Let me say that again. That is totally fine. Unity in the body of Christ must always, always come before any political leanings. Anything less than that is not the kingdom of God. So when you're approaching politics, it's so important not to get sucked into it where you can talk about it without getting too emotional. You can still be a devoted disciple and work and live alongside your brothers and sisters in Christ that happen to think different candidates are better than the ones that you like. That has to be the case. And here's the thing. You can still be a devoted disciple, even if you live in a military dictatorship where Christianity is outlawed, right? You can still be a devoted disciple and support Marxism. So it's very important for us to separate worldly politics, worldly policies, laws, lawmakers from our allegiance to the kingdom of God, not allow it to consume us, not allow it to overtake our sensibilities and to distract us from what is really important. And at the end of the day, the outcome of the November election here in the United States is going to come and go and we will keep moving forward and everything will be okay because here's the punchline, right? God is still in control. God allows leaders to step into those roles and God replaces them 
But at the end of the day, God is in control, and that is something we can take great security in. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes. And be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.